0: Hello and welcome to the MOF3 three up 3 down podcast. I'm your host Cam Smith, commissioner of Missouri Whiffball League and I'm joined by my co-host, the new captain of the Archers, Rory Rank. Rory, how are you doing tonight, my man?
1: Yeah, hey, I'm doing good, Cam. It's good to be back. It's uh, it's been a couple months off and uh, I'm ready, man. This uh, season's right around the corner. Absolutely happy
0: new year to everyone. Uh, you know we're a little over halfway through January already, and it's starting to become that time. It's starting to look a little more like football season. Um, we got a lot going behind the scenes. We are coming up on a couple big events here coming up in the next couple of weeks, which we will get into towards the end of this podcast. Uh, we're gonna start off though with this episode. We're going to talk about, you know, what's kind of been going on, what's new in the offseason. Uh, we have two new franchises that we're going to get into with the Purge and the Kings. And then our second topic tonight, we're going to talk about all of the free agency frenzy that we've had, all the player movement that's gone on. There's quite a bit this year, yeah, a lot of big turnover. And then we'll end up uh, this podcast with some of our rookie tryout and draft information. So if you're new to the league or you know people who might be interested, stick around to the end to find out some of that information. If you haven't seen a bunch of that on our social media already, but you'll get some more inside information here tonight. Rory, I know it's been a long time, but we're finally back. Are you ready to just get right on into it?
1: Yeah, I'm ready, man. It's the fourth season of Mo Wiff, and, you know, it's it's my third, and uh, it just seems like time, time flies when you're having fun, and this league is a ton of fun, so I'm ready, man. Let's bring it on. 2024. I, I can't believe this is season four
0: already. Season four in 2024, and the first episode of three up, three down in season four. Here we go with our yep. first up is our two new franchises. All right. We're going to start with the purge. Um, uh, since they were kind of a team last year, um, uh, Tom Wilkerson is going to be leading this team. This team is formerly the Empire. Uh, Josh Rogers stepped down last year. Tom took over, did a great job. Um, uh, not only, you know, running the the Empire, but also just helping a ton with the league and everything that he does for us. Um so he gets to lead this purge team. First off, Rory, what do you think about the name and the logo of the purge?
1: Yeah, I love that. Uh, you know, I love the name and the logo. And you know, there's so many things you can you can do to play off that franchise name. You know, it's got a lot of uh it's got a lot of potential. I love what he did with the colors and the logo and and, and Tom really put together a really cool, uh really cool effect for his new team, man. And and it it really it really fits, I think, for kind of the crew he's assembled too. You know, they're yeah. they're kind of kind of the new young guys, and they're ready to uh, knock on a few doors and surprise some people. <laughs> I like that.
0: that. That's a good yeah. little reference there. I'm big Purge fans, like, of the movies and the show. Uh, I do – I love the logo. Um, I know we messed around, and me and him were kind of, like, uh, throwing some ideas back and forth about team names and and ideas. And when he sent this one, I was just like, man, that just looks good. I love the wiffle focused yep. in on – like, the logo is the wiffle ball, and I love that. And it's got, like, the eyes as the X's, which kind of resemble, like, the cuts. Like, we have in, like, good, we play a lot of cut ball style, which most of the guys throw here. Yep, uh, yep. So it really just tied everything together, and, like, just – I felt like it was a real – good look for this team i like the fact that the color scheme is different from like everybody else's that we've had no more yes. of like the same colors that everybody's right. had no no more right. red and blue like yeah. i feel like we had that was all the all the talk um, yes so i do love that he's gonna go it's gonna be very interesting to see you know what they do with their jerseys i think there's uh some some good uh, mines, uh, brewing in that, in that clubhouse, uh, you know, Brian Hunter formerly, uh, with you guys, he had a guy that designed the archers jerseys last year. So I'm sure like these per jerseys are going to come out, uh, looking pretty fresh comes, uh, come opening day. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how many, and I know there's talks of two, possibly three different jerseys for them. Uh, wow. But I wow. think, I think, you know, you have a really cool color scheme that you can do a lot with and something that's going to be different from, from the rest of the league, which I think will stand out too.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, and I'm excited to see what they, what they have. Brian, he did a good job designing the uh, archers jerseys for us last year. And this, yeah. It was a really good, uh, really good color scheme. I thought, and and I'm sure he's going to put forth some, some input on that, but, you know, so, to take, to, to kind of move into this, Tom, you know, he got, he joins the league last year and he just seems like a perfect fit for a guy who is uh, capable of running a team. He's done a lot uh, for the league in his first year and he stepped up and uh, you know, added a lot of, uh, a lot of little cool elements to our league. So he's uh, he's, he's well-deserving of his own team and uh, you know, he puts out a ton of content and he's active. He was super active in trades and, and he's recruited a lot of people and uh or, or tried to recruit you know a lot of people in businesses even to help sponsor league so yeah uh, i think it's i think he's going to be a great franchise uh captain manager and looking forward to see you know the team in 2024 yeah he
0: really fits that you know that gm manager role i think really really well um will you know it will be interesting you know to see how he handles handles the team and we'll get into it here in just a sec but i mean he's got a fairly fairly young team but also has a couple of veterans on the team which you know it'd be interesting to see how they all mix and and maybe that'll help them um maybe it won't who knows i guess we'll see on the field but i'm i'm sure that that this team will be a pretty decent team coming into next year uh but let's let's talk about the roster real quick so obviously we have sure. Tom at the at the head um he's got his son Kyle or Colin i almost mixed the two up right <laughs> <laughs> uh Colin Wilkerson uh Caleb Schweigert, Greg Thornton, and Brian Hunter right now. Uh, One sec. Uh, You know, let's start with with the reigning rookie of the year, Caleb Schweigert, on this team. You know, I think if you're looking to build a franchise – There's very few guys in the league that you want this to be, and he is up at the top of that list. Fireball pitcher, you know he's going to give you a lot of innings. He's going to strike a lot of guys out. Uh, The guy you want as your ace, your number one on the mound, it's Caleb.
1: Yeah, I mean, he just came into the league throwing mid-90s, and uh, he just kept getting better. I mean, I I had the unfortunate – thing of not facing him all year until the playoffs. And I would have loved to face him the regular season just to kind of get it down or at least be able to see what 94 out of his hand looks yeah. like. Cause I think that's what his first pitch to me was right off the bat. And uh, it's fast and I don't like it when he's dialed in. And unfortunately he was dialed in in that championship game, but I agree with you hundred percent. I said it last year in the draft. Uh, he's the guy you build your team around. And uh, although he didn't stick with the original team draft that drafted him, he is now basically the anchor for the purge, no doubt.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and then Colin is a solid number two pitcher. You saw him progress a ton, especially towards the end of the year. When he got switched over and traded to the mojo, you know, you pair him with Sam Skibby and Jackson Crosley and all those guys in the SWBL who who have all that experience. He got to learn a lot, and you really saw him start to throw a lot more strikes, yep. and really start to throw, you know, more full games with a lot less runs given up. So it's going to be very interesting to see what he can do in his second year, because I'm I'm thinking he's only going to improve as well. Uh, a great one-two punch already to start the season going in. They also have the number one overall pick, so like, yep. who can they pair? Can they grab? Like, I'm sure they're going to grab another pitcher. And you know, cool. Now you got three guys. <laughs> yeah, obviously, Caleb not living here um, won't be here every week, but you know, he's going to be here a lot. I'm I'm assuming. And yeah. uh, you got you're going to have you're going to have three guys in that rotation that can that can give you innings, and two of them that are already fastly improving as you know one year players.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, and Colin, just to touch back on that, you know, Colin uh, last year we knew he was good and we knew he had uh, a lot of potential and we knew he could grow into a, a great pitcher. And he just is still on that progression level of getting better and better and better. Um He could potentially be as good as Caleb if he, you know, yeah. just kind of eliminate some walks in here and there, but you know, one a and one B all day with those two guys pitching, there's definitely not much weakness once they find the zone.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, not two of the best hitters, but that's, you know, going to come with any true wiffle uh, ball player, rookie. Like yeah. that's just, that it's hard. It's hard. You're not used to seeing it. It's hard to pick up. They're only going to get better. They've shown signs of, you know, that they can hit like Caleb, I know hit a home run off Spencer last year. Colin hit yep. one off a rear. Um, yep. they, they can hit. It's just going to be, can they limit those strikeouts and, and really start putting the ball in play more, uh, but they have two guys behind them who who are veterans in this game, and Greg Thornton and Brian Hunter coming yep. over. Uh, obviously, Greg was traded to the Empire last year. He sticks around. Brian coming over from the Archers. You got to play with him last year. Both of these guys, sneaky good bats. Um, Greg Thornton is, um, he I don't remember exactly where he's at, but he's up towards the top. In that he sure ball. is. RBI and home run categories, like that guy, sneaky, sneaky power. Uh, He's taken me deep, you know, in the playoffs even. Uh, And then Brian Hunter, you saw what he did in the championship game last year with those two home runs (laughs) and, you know, all through this season, he, he's always having good at bats. So um, two, two good veteran bats to teach these young guys how to hit, I think could be a a huge key for them.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, in in this game, all it takes is one. and, And both Brian and Greg have proven they can be that guy that delivers the one home run that uh, that seals the game for you. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, yeah. Tom's building building a team that I would think one with, uh, you know, managerial mindset would build. And that's two aces, two guys that can hit. And you never know what can happen then.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, let's let's talk about their expectations a little bit. Um, what what do you kind of feel like their expectations are for this, you know, fairly young, but also veteran team?
1: Yeah, I mean my expectations uh it's not a game that you're going to want to go in and hit against those guys if Caleb and Colin are both there. But at the end of the day, you you know that <clears throat> if if they can't hit, you you do have a chance. So if Caleb and Colin both improve and take that they're hitting to the next level, expectations uh would be you don't want to see them in the playoffs most likely cuz yeah. yeah that's that's kind of the the downside. Is you better uh, you better have your offensive game on point. When you're facing them.
0: Yeah, I think, you know, the biggest like expectations for me, them is, is can they improve, especially at the plate? And uh, the expectation for me is this is a playoff caliber team with, especially with this pitching that they have. But are they going to be able to. To really win a lot of games, especially, you know, early on in the season when everybody's trying to get into it. Um, I think that's going to be the key for them. I think the biggest thing for th- for this team going into the year is you look at this lineup and from last year and, and even prior years from some of these other guys is you see a lot of strikeouts. Um, mm-hmm. Caleb <laughs> broke the record last year for most strikeouts in a single season, um, yeah. but at the same time, with this dominant pitching staff, these guys all love to swing the bat, and they all have powerful swings. The strikeouts may not matter if they connect on one right one ball. If they yep. connect, and w- any one of these guys, even Tom, h- gets one out of the park, yeah. And they're in a one nothing game with Caleb on the mound. They could win any game, hands yep. down. Like it, they, that's almost, you know, what you're kind of looking for in woofball is who, who can hit the home run, not who can put together, you
1: know, three or four base hits in a row. Exactly. Yeah, we kind of didn't really talk about Tom, but Tom will be playing, I assume. And, yeah. you know, Tom proved last year he can fill in when he needs to pitch and he can be a, a person at the plate that delivers that big hit. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, He's you don't want to sleep on that either. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, he he can get it done when, when needed. So, I mean, you know, the purge – Having that number one overall pick is kind of that wild card part that yeah. uh, we'll see what they do with it because it could prove to it could prove to put this team at the very top of everyone's power rankings.
0: Yeah, it's going to be be very fun to see this team. I think they're I think they're going to do well. They're going to be a tough team to to uh, play against every single week. I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing to seeing the purge out there in 2024. Right, let's let's start. Uh, talking about the second new franchise in Mo'Wif, the Mo'Wif Kings, and Nick Bone, my former teammate, and you know, first time All Star last year. Nick Bone is now the captain of this team, and one thing that I really love about you know Nick Bone taking over this team. Before we kind of get into to the team is the homage that he's paying here to his to his dad and their former team you know the Lakeside Kings they got the purple and gold look i know like we know the, Ma- the mambas have you know that lakers color scheme this one's kind of be a little bit different um but at the same time uh it's such a great tribute you know to his dad who we all know and love and is you know he's always at the fields you know cheering on nick and whatever oh, yeah. team he's on uh yeah. but just a cool yeah, a cool nod to that, uh, to that team that his dad used to play for long ago, uh, that really got, you know, Nick into Wuffleball and that whole family really, um, but you know, as, as sad as I am to lose Nick on my team, uh, yeah. it's not the first time I've been through this. I uh, <laughs> lost Andrew after year one and now I'm losing Nick, uh, I guess I should just stop producing, you know, good players or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, you do it,
1: but you do it for the betterment of the league. And it, uh, I, I hear you. Yeah. You've, you've definitely given up, uh, some, <laughs> some good talent to, uh, to expand the league and and we appreciate it and the league appreciates it. But yeah, you know, the Kings that harkens back to a much earlier time in wiffle ball and in St. Louis wiffleball in general,
0: yeah. you know,
1: these guys put uh St. Louis wiffle ball on the map. I think that's, uh, that's pretty well known for, for most old school wiffle ballers. And yeah, I loved it. I loved it when he decided to go with the Kings, Jerome Coyle, Lakeside Kings. A, a lot of people don't know this, you know, uh, was producing aluminum wiffle ball bats.
0: Yeah. He's and, still got uh, one.
1: Yeah. They're, they're out there. The Kings, uh, I believe it was called the ledge sledge and the King stick. So I yep. don't know if Nick yeah. will be using the King stick, but, uh, uh, you know, the, the unmistakable sound of hitting a wiffle ball with the aluminum bat, man, I, I love it and I miss it. And I uh, hope they bring that back a little bit. So
0: he got it, he got a walk off hit against me <laughs> in year one in the playoffs. With the, with, nice with that. Uh, actually, you know, I don't remember who it was, might have been Jake. It should have been fielded. It was an air or something and extra innings bases loaded, but hey, it, it got the job done. That's all that matters. <laughs> nice. Uh, Luckily it didn't <laughs> eliminate us, but, um, but still, I, I'm very excited for Nick. Um, sure. You know, I, I think he really, he really deserves this. Um, the, the time and effort that he puts into Wolf of Ball, um you know, really comes second to pretty much no one, you know, just like, right. you know, just like me and, and the rest of us in, in the, that are captains in front office and some of the players as well. Like, he puts just as much time into this as everybody I see him practicing all the time uh I think it was Christmas Eve we had that nice weather uh the Kings were out there already practicing I mean this wow uh, this team is you know that that's what what Nick Bone brings especially with you know with this team and we'll get into the roster here in a sec but uh first time manager but uh in Moiff but not necessarily a first-time manager the guy's been playing with ball for a long time uh he's right. led the boneheads in the uh last two MoWiff tournaments um who they have all done those teams have done really well in, in that tournament so uh no stranger to leading a team and he's got you know the experience of his dad uh, behind him as well I'm sure he'll play a big part in this team but um very excited for for Nick and to see what he can do with this team
1: yeah, I'm super excited. Excited for Nick too. You know, going from the bombers, uh, it's gonna it <clears throat> it's gonna hurt you a little bit, honestly, you know, because that's yeah. oh, this, yeah. Nick has been such a reliable guy. You can know you can throw him at, at when you need to. And he's man, I really felt that he started off the season so hot last year. People probably have forgotten over time, but Nick was crushing at the beginning of the year last year. There wasn't much yeah, a oh, pitcher yeah. could sneak by him. And yep. so it, and he deserves it. You know, Nick deserves his own team. Uh, like you said, he's ran the boneheads in the MOIF, uh, tournament and he's ran them. Well, um, he's, he's put it all on the line for him too. Two years ago, the kid pitched his heart out. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's something that, uh, the game is, is in him and he loves it. And, uh, I'm excited for him. I'm excited to see how far he takes him.
0: Yeah. And not, and not only that too, is, um, I love their logo. Jason did oh, a great yeah. job with that. Um, Nice clean look. Um it looks really good on their merch. I've seen a couple of uh (laughs) of hats and hoodies that they've already gotten. And I'm I'm a huge, huge fan. I'm a sucker for it. Uh actually in in the Kings was actually uh one of the names uh towards the top of my list when I was deciding on on the bombers in year one. So uh, nice. Cool to see that the the team name is in it and love where,
1: love where it's going already. So for sure, yeah. He's got uh, a he's got a nice setup going on there.
0: Yeah. Uh let's get into the roster. Obviously led by Nick Bone. Uh last year uh three rookies now on this team. Uh yep. Dustin Hitchcock coming over from the Thunderbirds. Uh, yep. signing a huge deal with them, you know, multi-year. I think it was like four or five years, which I love. Uh, these two yeah. are best best friends. Like, this is what you want, you know. You want to play with your guy. Uh, you got it. You got can it. Gonna be fun. Another good hitter. Uh, he and he and he's shown towards the end of last year that he can throw a little bit. If he needs to give you innings, he can. Yep. And he was getting better and better. But a, a great bat. So you got two good bats already there. Uh, Justin Hall comes over with him from the Bombers. Played with them on the Boneheads last year, and one thing I love about this so far, this team makeup is, and you'll see it as we go on. It's the chemistry of this team. All these guys yeah. know each other well, and that's that's only going to help you play better, especially with the talent and and the growing talent that this team has. Uh, Justin Hall, you know, uh, now these two guys aren't going to be fighting each other for a number two spot. They're going to be Hey, we're one yes. and two now. Uh, They're going to get opportunities to really show what they can do. And they're going to get more innings this year. And I think oh, that's yeah. even going to help them a ton. Justin's going to, you know, be able to to throw more and find that strike zone a little bit more. And, and he's got a good guy, uh, Nick, who can help him get there as well. Nick learned a lot from me uh, and picked it up quickly. And towards the end, I didn't really have to do much like, I just trusted Nick to go out there and do that. So a great guy to learn from will be Nick. And I think Justin will take steps forward uh, this year as well. Uh, Then they also bring over Jake Wilson, who was on Mm -hmm. the bombers with us at the beginning of last year. Um, You know, a sneaky, good player. He can also give you innings on the mound. Uh, But he showed quite a few times last year where he can, he can put the ball over the fence. Uh, Yeah. you you know we brought him in last year i told him when we drafted him hey i don't know how much you're gonna play because you're our sixth guy but i feel like you're you were good enough to be in the league and that was a big reason why i kind of traded him to the empire was like i was like dude i i don't feel like i can use you because like i need i have my guys and uh, we are running it back from a championship and I just didn't have that extra room, but I was like, I feel like you should be hitting more. And he, you know, he got to go over with Tom and he got to hit more and yep. he showed that he could be a hitter. And yeah. I mean, and these guys are always working too. So it's nice.
1: Yeah. I think, uh, I think Wilson, you know, definitely he, he played way above expectation in 23, no doubt about it, you know? And and like you said, I, I remember when you, when you talked last year about that, you know, you told him, Hey, I think got a lot of room, but uh, try to, try to get in where you fit in. And he kind of forced himself on the field. He loved to see yeah. that, you know, he's, you know, it almost made it impossible to sit him because the guy's delivering home runs yeah, and, and, and he's hitting bombs, but just to go back, I agree with you on, uh, on Justin hall. You, you actually kind of lost two good players. You talked about Nick phone. Yeah, yeah, I know. You, you, I lost you, you both of
0: my pitchers. <laughs> losing Justin
1: hall hurt. You got a good deal on him in the draft. And, and, and I'm going to say it. I think Justin hall is one of the most underrated guys I, in MoF. I agree.
0: I agree. I mean, you saw it. You saw it. He was throwing no hitters last year. Yeah, at, 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 at towards the like towards the end of the season when he was getting better and when he can throw the the strike zone, yeah. uh, or throw strikes and hit the strike zone, like he he can be a guy that he can be an ace, like that. That uh, no doubt about it.
1: Absolutely hides the ball well. It's tough to see out of his hand, and it's got good movement. And then the other thing that he did last year consistently was uh, delivered in clutch moments. You know, yeah, he the, he he delivers some big time home runs when your team needed it, yep. and uh, he never shied away from any type of challenge. And you know that guy, that guy is uh, the guy's wiffle ball. I mean, that guy, the guy, big the guy big hustle is a guy. Yeah. One thing that nobody remembers is he he almost made the play of the year jumping over the outfield fence. It was that's what I'm saying, big.
0: Yeah. Big time hustle guy. The guy, hundred percent, yes. yes. all the time. Like he, he's yes. gonna give you his all, and he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna put his his butt on the line every time. Like yeah. that
1: was proven. Yes, proven. Uh,
0: no, he, he. It, it does suck losing both these guys. Uh, I was, I was so happy when I was able to draft him last year. But uh, you know, I talked to both of these guys um, mm-hmm. before. You know, we had uh, are in the process of making this decision to to give Nick you know, his team, um, it was kind of my idea to say, Hey, um, which again, you know, me looking out for like the betterment of the league, I was like, sure, you guys work so well together. And I, I feel like you guys fit very well together. Uh, I can kind of bring in, you know, other guys to, to help me, you know, I, I feel like I can handle, you know, a team, you know pitching staff kind of by myself and, and mold other younger guys as much as it sucks losing these two I just feel like them two as a one-two pitching staff and like their chemistry just I was like I feel like if if you guys don't want to don't but it might be a good idea for you guys to go there together and, sure. and really start this team together and they were both you know really on board with it and, and then obviously playing on the boneheads together in the tournament you know that's kind of really when we were talking about it all. And it was just kind of a no-brainer for them. And, you know, I think that's just going to make them so much better. And yeah. all these guys live close together. They've already been practicing. And then you throw on Mike Flores. Yep. Who um, people probably forget him and Nick Bone were teammates in year one on the Empire. Right. Uh, and I feel like Mike Flores is a very underrated player. And I think – He's going to um, get a little bit more shine here on on this team because two a couple bad years for the Empire and Mike was kind of all they had at times. Um, I know, and you saw it at the end of twenty two in season two. Mike was one of the hottest hitters in the league at the end of yeah, the year. Yeah, and, I remember that. And it, and it was fun to watch, and they made you know they made it into the playoffs uh, that year. And, um, you know, obviously didn't have the pitching in the playoffs, but, you know, they were able to get there. And uh, Mike really stood out there. And it'll be interesting to see if he can bounce back to that. I mean, obviously last year there was a lot going on with the Empire. Weren't doing well. Weren't going to make the playoffs. And it was just kind of one of those things where. Yeah. When when you're losing that much, you know, it's hard to really produce on, on the field. Uh, but now a fresh new start. I think it's going to do great things for Mike and, and for the rest of this team. I think their chemistry, again, is is going to be, you know, very, very good and very helpful for for this team.
1: Yeah, I agree. You know, Mike is uh, he's going to be able to, like you said, he's been a critical part of the empire. He's going to be able to take his game and elevate it uh, on a team, a young team. And, you know, no matter what, those guys are going to have fun. So uh, looking forward to uh, Mike uh, Flores having his chance to, a part of something that is maybe more exciting than the last couple years with the Empire that he's had. Yeah. So yeah, you
0: know. it's gonna be fun to watch for sure. Definitely. Um, expectations for this team, I mean, I, I feel like they don't have I feel like they don't have a ton of expectations. I feel like this is a team that's right. going to be able to come out and play as a group of friends. And I think you know a lot of people aren't expecting him to be, you know, a top tier team. You know, they don't have a, a Caleb or a Jordan or me on the mound, but you know you got two guys that can throw, and and a lot of people are underestimating you. I feel like the the expectations are are kind of low from other people. I'm sure they're high for themselves, but um, I, I don't expect this team to come out every night and roll over. I feel like they're gonna put up no, a fight each and every that. week for sure.
1: For sure, I agree. I mean, with I've,
0: that. I've gotten to play with these guys, and and. And they love the game, and and they're going to put work in and and only get better. So I'm very excited to see.
1: Yep, same here. All
0: right, let's hop into our next segment. Now that we've been talking about all these rosters and player changes, let's get into our next topic, our player movement. And, Roy, let's start with your team, the Archers. We're going to go in alphabetical order here. So we'll start with your team, the Archers. Big news of the off season is Jordan Smith stepping down and you get to take over. Uh, give us a little insight information on how that occurred and what, what happened behind the scenes there with the archers.
1: You know, there's not a whole lot to talk about other than just the fact I think Jordan just kind of, kind of wants to play and, and I didn't mind stepping into that manager role to kind of give him the ability to focus on playing. You know, it, me and a manager is kind of exhausting sometimes, you know, you're looking <laughs> at be. doing different things. It can be so, and I, I didn't blame him at all. He, he approached me and says, is this something you'd want to do? And I said, yeah, let's do it. And it, <clears throat> I, I totally look at it like we're still just co-managing this thing. You know, I, I go Absolutely. to Jordan all the time for opinions and, and and stuff like that. And I love playing with Jordan. I don't think there's, uh, that's hidden on anybody. He's a good player. He's a great player. And, uh, I mean, it's just like, hey, focus on playing. Do what you want to do. Whatever it takes to keep him – at the top of his game because the archers go as jordan goes there's no doubt about it
0: <laughs> i mean he's he's that guy he is that yeah, guy he's that guy uh, you know back to back mvp you know uh, yeah not going to hurt him you know taking his mind off the logistics of it and being able to focus on playing uh, only going to sure. make him better i think uh, yeah but let's talk about the two big moves. Everybody saw yeah. it coming. One of the hottest free <laughs> agents in,
1: yeah.
0: uh, in if history. Uh, I'm sure his phone was blowing up. I know I texted him. Uh, yeah. Everybody kind of texted him that morning, of, even though we kind of all knew it was a long shot. Uh, but you land Tony Cochran, to start out free agency, uh, you guys have been friends for a <laughs> long time, playing together for a long time. Uh, how big is that for the Archers?
1: Yeah, that's big. You know, and I, and I want to go back to me and Jordan making the switch. Uh, I approached Jordan with my idea on how I wanted to see the archers play in 24. And and he kind of agreed that it would be an interesting uh, method. And, I mean, it's no, it shouldn't be lost on anybody now. The archers, the only way that we had any negotiating power was to entice batting four. So the archers plan on batting four uh, majority of the time this year. And we're gonna focus on on getting the best four people on the field at all times, period. And I know what makes Tony tick, and that is at bats, the limelight, and he can step into that and, and 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 swing away. You know, we're gonna roll with four. We're gonna put the best four out there and see how it goes. That's that's essentially how I was able to bring Tony and Jay Rich over. And I like I said, I know, I know what they like, I know. What they what they bring to the table, and, and we're going to go with it. So yeah,
0: and I I don't think that was any surprise either, especially no. after hearing the Tony news, seeing seeing Jay Rich come over, uh, third team in three years for Jay Rich. He was on the Mojo, he was on the Thunderbirds, playing yeah. alongside Tony last year, and now getting to play alongside you and Tony, and of course Jordan. Run. Um, you know, this is one of those teams that everybody is looking at after the free agency dust has settled and uh definitely a uh early on favorite for (laughs) for next year with the amount of talent that you guys have not only do you have jordan from last year but you're bringing over tony and jay rich and and you are getting you know healthier as um as time goes on as well so that'll be interesting but and and obviously you still have ethan bailey which is going to be huge whenever he comes in town Uh, and then we'll see what you can do in the draft but um Definitely a scary four right off the bat and even five when Ethan is there for sure.
1: Yeah. And Ethan, you know, he's, he's kind of a part-time guy. So we definitely don't want to, to count him out because when he's there, he will be on the field. He will be at the plate. The guy has proven his worth. And uh I was super excited to play with Ethan last year. The guy just blew me out of the water with uh with how well he came into league and began bashing and and, and his pitching was phenomenal. I mean, for, for, a rookie who's never been around that really style of, of gameplay. He really did a good job, but yeah, I want to go back to, uh, the free agent thing real quick. Um, anyone should want to play with an MVP. So what I, (laughs) what I underestimated as a, as a, as a manager was my phone began blowing up in some aspect. (laughs) And and so I had more options than I realized. And uh, batting four is still something we're going to do, but we could have batted seven. And I think our team would be even scarier.
0: And I think, yeah, Yeah. I mean, even if you do, guys, you draft a player and want to hit five, if you want to even, you know, just a couple of things here and there, you're still going to be dangerous. Like, you're still going to have uh, a top-tier lineup and a top-tier pitching staff. I mean, and that's one of the big things going into the year is you're giving Jordan a little – leeway here on the mound uh doesn't have to that's right that was every inning now to get you guys in the playoffs having tony having jay rich having ethan having you possibly back on the mound uh gives him a little bit of rest for uh you know going into the playoffs this year so
1: correct the method was jordan at the plate more jordan on the mound potentially less we want to rely less on jordan on the mound we won as bat up as many times as possible.
0: There you go. That's a key to success right there. So absolutely. All right. Let's jump to the bombers. Uh my team obviously um have Jake and Paul back. Um and then adding uh Tommy Dwyer and Sam Gildahouse. Uh obviously we had Tommy last year in a trade, um which was kind of a big trade for me. You know, Tommy needed a change of scenery, you something different to look at and, and get excited about. And I think that fire kind of sparked, and he found something playing on a contending team and had a lot of fun at the end of the season. And he's like, yeah, let's run this back. I want to play on, on the bombers again. And I, I was, I mean, I was pushing hard for it because I, I, I really love having the kid on my team. I, I think he's a young, a young star in this game. Sure. Uh, w- one of the prettiest swings guy can hit the <laughs> ball hard. Uh, Um, I feel like I can help him on the mound and, and I was excited about that. And I think that was a big, um, a big reason why I brought Sam Gilda house over as well as, you know, those two guys are friends and Sam show, he had shown, uh, signs that he could be a good player as well. Last year, uh, his pitching, there were signs that he could throw the ball hard. He just wasn't as accurate, but. When he was accurate, there was games we pitched a a great game against us until the bottom of the fifth inning or top of the fifth inning when he walked a couple guys and gave up a grand slam, but they had a two-nothing lead. Yes. Through through four and like he can shut teams out if you know he learns how to throw strikes. And I feel like now he is on the perfect place to do that. Uh had a little bit of experience with that before so very yep. excited to work with these two young guys who absolutely love this game and that's what i love i love guys like that on my team that was exactly exactly how nick bone was that's exactly how justin <laughs> hall was these guys just love playing with ball and want to get yep. better and i feel like those kind of guys pick up a little bit faster and really just learn the game and you, you tweak a couple things and we've already been working so very excited to have both of these guys on on the bombers going forward.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, You know, and, and, just to touch on that again, you know, it, <clears throat> friendship is a good currency to have in free agency and, and knowing that, that Tommy and, and Sam were friends, you know, we kind of assume yeah. that that that'd be the way it goes. But being, like you said, those guys, they love wiffle ball. And, you yeah. know, I'll take a guy who loves wiffle ball all day because he's going to get, he's going to get better. It's just, it's the way it is. And yeah, yeah I'm sure you're going to work with Sam and Tommy both on the mound and they're going to come out uh you know even better than they were last year and last year they were really surprising how well they put together some good games again tommy and sam both prove that they can pitch both prove they can hit they just keep getting better and better no yep. reason to, to think ne- anything other than that
0: and neither of them has to be a number one on the mound and <clears throat> or number one at the plate so it, it, you know it's going to be huge and again you know like we said with the kings earlier it's the chemistry of this team i feel like it's going to be very very good uh sure obviously like we always have fun and I've been talking to Jake and we have a couple fun things planned already for this year. That I'm, I'm very excited to break out once the season gets going that I think a couple people will be uh, nice. will be pretty, pretty excited to see. And maybe I think uh, some teams will follow suit with a couple things of their own. So it'd be pretty fun.
1: Yeah. Well, good. You know, I just want to say it's good to see the Bombers brought back Paul Pugh. Oh yeah. Your know, Character P- of the year for sure. Absolutely. And I haven't seen a fan base that upset since the Cardinals trade away Harrison Bader. You know, it's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. a fan favorite. We can't yeah. get rid of him. So you brought him back. It's good to know. And, and sneaky uh, good
0: numbers too. I mean, Paul Paul, absolutely. Is, Paul imp- he's improved every year yeah, and put sure. up good numbers. So it it, sure. it wasn't a, a question of uh that I want to have him back. It was a question of hit, you know, he kind of wanted to see where he where he could go, what he could do, and, and ultimately we decided that you know best fit for him is where he's been a two-time
1: champ before. And let's see if we can get a right third. back home. Yeah, I don't think everybody should test that free agency thing. I think as it's the league progresses, it's, it's it's a fun time. And that's it's what fun for about. us. It's fun, fun for fun. the managers. Absolutely.
0: Right. Let's uh not talk about the Mambas because yeah. uh no <laughs> player movement there. Same five, so uh, I'm yep. sure we'll talk about the Mambas, you know, after the draft, uh, if, you know, when they, what they see what they do there, but uh, you know, sure. only big thing there is a two year deal for uh, James Dutton, I think is huge for them. So he stays put for two years. That's, that's yep. big for them.
1: I was going to say, just to add, I I actually had that in my notes. I, I don't blame them. I don't think they needed to do anything. <laughs> yep. Uh, nope. They're, yeah. they're a great team. Yeah. And if they can add yes. somebody
0: in the draft, like a huge, right. I mean, it's a, a scary team and, and, if Dutton didn't have to miss um where they had to kind of schedule it, he was going to miss a game in the playoffs you know if they if they had him there the whole time that series could have been different Correct, it may not have been but it could have been uh um, could have been so um, still a scary good team yeah <laughs> that's going to be yeah. good next year all right so let's get into the defending champions the melonheads um okay. Uh, quite a bit of turnover here a lot of bit of change um obviously you still have Jason you still have Jimmy you still have Spencer um uh, but two big additions now you have the former captain of the Pilots, Adam North yep and bringing over you know from the archers slash Empire slash Archers Tony <laughs> Sacio um, yeah again I think this is going to be an all fun team and also hasn't been posted yet. Uh, it'll be posted uh coming, but you heard it here first if you're listening on the podcast. I'm uh, breaking. Ryan Brown has re signed with the Melonheads, and it looks like he'll He's be back. here for as much time as he can. So, a full/slash part-time role, he might miss a couple games, but uh, should be here for most of the season. Uh, so again, this is going to be an, an all-fun team like they always are, and you're yep. adding a guy like Tony Saggio to that team. It's it's man. gonna be some fun nights at the field. That's for sure. Um,
1: gonna gonna miss me some Tony Saggio, man. The yeah, blue guy loved playing, yeah, him, loved playing with him. love playing with him. He's a, he's a great guy, and uh, man, he's a great great teammate. But here's the thing: I'll I'll say I'm gonna call it here. I, I had a good call last year with Jordan for the MVP. Turned out to be true. Tony Saggio could replace me then 24 for the Gold Hands Award. Yeah guy is uh, a guy is a monster in the field i'm telling you he made some great plays last year turns a couple double plays makes some more home run robs yeah he could win this award very easily yeah guys
0: a good player uh getting better uh growing and, and an all-time fun guy to have at the field look out for him for character of the year you know i think he was oh, the yeah. run- <laughs> i think he was the runner <laughs> up last year but uh definitely always a guy i love seeing at the field so uh, and then in, and obviously adam north uh to this uh lineup uh improves their lineup, I think uh oh, yeah. better than better than their lineup was last year, uh, which yeah. is scary. They won the championship last year. Obviously they had Caleb, they lost Caleb, uh, but still have uh Jason and Spencer and two pretty good those are two pretty good pitchers. Um uh, yeah. and uh you know now and now their lineup just got better. So um uh, they've always been a playoff team and mm-hmm. I expect that to continue. Um uh, and I'm uh, I'm excited to see, and and maybe this gives Adam a little um a new life too, you know, change of scenery. Obviously, no longer a captain, uh, it pressures off him, and now he can just come out here and hit and rob ten more home runs because
1: yeah, God Chutes knows tall. he did it last year. Too <laughs> all yeah. And they got to replace Sam Eichenlob too, you know, with a retiring Sam. We're gonna miss yeah, Sam. Yeah, Um, I forgot you know, about and Sam, dang, yeah, I'm sad yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, I I am sad that he's not playing. I love playing with that guy too. He's uh he's a great person for the league. But uh, you know, and, and we know at the end of the day, if the melon heads don't like their lineup, they're just going to probably uh rent somebody in, for the playoffs, you know. Yep. So Yeah, absolutely. A little, there you go. <laughs> still uh a little bitter, but that's what Yeah,
0: it. it happens. Uh yep. all right, let's talk about the mojo. They signed back pretty much all of their team last year. Um that they ended the season with besides uh, obviously Colin going away and um, Chris Metter still a free agent, but a returning player, breaking news.
1: Another breaking news. Uh, Hopefully you're listening to
0: the podcast. More breaking news. You heard it here first. It's not posted on social, but the return of Bryson Klein, uh, took a year off uh, had a lot of baseball stuff going on but he is back I don't know in what type of role yet I just know that he signed a deal and uh, we're gonna see Bryson and Klein and hopefully some more backflips in the outfield oh uh, no more backflips <laughs> that happened to me
1: I was the one that hit that out that he robbed I did not Horrible. know that that makes it even yes, better Worst that, ever
0: that's, that's Gosh. I, I hope we have amazing a, play I hope we have a uh, camera out there this time. That's going to be awesome. Can't <laughs> wait to see it. Um, what a play! What a play! Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. But uh, Mojo, obviously, bringing back a team that was the uh, number one seed last year and yeah. lost in a heartbreak fashion for the second straight year. Um, you know, maybe Bryson's. I got to get him over the hump. We'll uh, we'll see. But this team's just they they got the goods and uh they're going to be a they're going to be another force uh again this year so
1: also have three pairs of brothers correct
0: oh my gosh yeah now <laughs> the i i, I, I didn't that? even i didn't even put that together yeah uh yeah. bryson and, and q are brothers so three uh-huh. sets of brothers on this team wow that is brother fun. love wow mm-hmm. yeah that is awesome love to see it <laughs> all right let's get into our our last team a lot of turnover here as well. The Thunderbirds. Obviously, still led by Andrew Nichols. Um, you know, losing Tony J. Rich is tough. Yeah. Uh still has John Willembrink. Uh, yep. but they bring over Mark Fogler in a trade um from the pilots slash Kings now. Um they get Mark, and I think this is a big and, and very underestimated move because uh Mark and Andrew. We, they've known each other for a long time. We used to all play Little League together. I think that's okay. going to open Mark up a little bit. And, you know, with that Pilots team, especially after losing Caleb, um, you know, Mark kind of struggled. You know, he struggled having to be the number one guy. Uh, right. I feel like there were so many times where he played a great game. He was he was a good pitcher and, and a go- great hitter. And just couldn't never get the job done, you know. Being that one, he they were missing that Pete, that number, that top tier guy. And I think Mark's gonna get a lot more opportunities to to shine and really poke through, especially now with Andrew and having that yes. kind of new life. Uh, the, the chemistry of these two is gonna be really good, and and I think that's just gonna help Mark a lot. We've seen how Mark can be a, a great player, and yeah. I'm just excited to like to really like see what his true potential could be
1: yeah
0: and and uh obviously they bring over josh rogers yeah former for sure empire for former empire i don't know what i just said <laughs> for um, sure for sure <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: uh but josh rogers uh out of the team. this is so right now they have four guys uh yeah. in 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 the third pick in the draft um so i know they're going to be taking somebody but right now you have four good hitters yeah, solid four. I mean, every, everybody is saying Thunderbirds are gonna they're gonna tail off. They're gonna not yeah. be anywhere close to as good as they were last year, you know, losing Tony and Jay Rich. Tough to replace them, yes. But right. also Andrew, great two-way player. One of the yes. best one of the one best, of the best. I have pitchers. That right here. One of the best yep. pitchers in the league and yep. and a lefty at that, and a great lefty hitter. Yeah, yep. Mark Vogler coming over, another lefty hitter who's yep. good and can be a, a a second arm. You're gonna see John Willenbrink get to to pitch more, and he showed he can he can throw the ball hard. He can get guys out. He can hit the ball well. He's he's former All Star, and then you have yeah. Josh Rogers, who All Star last year. <laughs> out of nowhere, learned how to hit. I mean, he's always he was always yeah. a, a a streaky hitter and always had the potential to to hit the ball well, but just put it all together last year and. Yes, you know now he's on this team and he gets to help Andrew kind of coach, you know Mark and and John. I think that's a big thing. Josh coming over yep. to help John progress as a yeah. pitcher. Um, I, right. I think this could has the potential to be a really good. Day. Andrew on the mound obviously is going to give you a chance to win every time he's out there. Yeah, um, it's really going to see who's who's that number two guy and can they get the job done? And I mean. Not a team I wanna I wanna play every week, you know. <laughs> I don't know if there are really any of those teams anymore, but yeah, uh, you know they're gonna be another good team, and uh, I think Andrew's yeah. gonna do a good job here. So,
1: yeah, it's time for John Willenbrink to shine. You know, he kind of stepped in uh, two years ago and was throwing super gas basically, yeah. and and then we didn't see a whole lot last year. I think his batting average fell off pretty dramatically, but you know it's it's yeah. it's fine. You know, this is that year that you that you see John Willenbrink really. Step into that number two role, pitching, and and maybe even lead the his team in hitting. And and Josh Rogers, uh, you know the archers kind of got some flack for having the four best hitters in the league, but it was against the the pitching and all that. Yeah. Here's the thing: Josh Rogers hit that average with the Empire. I mean, they got, it, it, yeah, he was exactly on fire. That's why we traded for him. Yep, I mean, exactly he, he provided a, a bat. Uh love to see him get back and pitch at some point. I'm not sure if he will, but yeah, uh, I I doubt it
0: from what I what I've
1: heard, but yeah, it would be awesome awesome if he could. Yeah, it'd be awesome. I haven't got to ever face him, so I'd love to do that. But again, hitting, if you can do that, that's fine. You know, and if that's what he's gonna focus on now, he did a good job in that last year. So sure. You know, the team's got a solid core solid core of four. And uh how that drafts and a great third pick. So you got it.
0: Yep, absolutely. All right. Let's uh let's get into our last topic of the night. And last up we have our rookie draft and tryout info. All right, Rory, our last topic of the night, you know, we have our rookie and tryout yep. um draft and information. Um you know, there's still plenty of time for everyone to register. Uh, um and obviously, we're getting towards late January. Our draft isn't until February 25th. Um, you have up until the 24th to register. Uh, so if you know anyone in the league or you're hesitant on whether you want to join or not, uh, we are a pretty friendly group. We have a lot of fun at the field. Oh, yeah. Um, And, and we're always just looking to, uh, to grow and get better and and add new players and, and you never know, eventually, hopefully, potentially there could be expansion in the future. If it all works out logistically, yeah. it's kind of a nightmare right now, but um, you know, for the foreseeable future, we're sticking with our eight teams. Um, One thing I do want to say is with our rookie, our, our rookie draft is we do not have a set number of players that we have to take. Um, Right now, there's like roughly thirty guys that have signed up already. Um, not everyone is going to get drafted, unfortunately. Uh, it's it's a very select group. It's a tight yeah. group to get into. It's it's tough. You know, I, it took me years to get into the SWBL uh, in Sam's league because you know they're they're a tight knit group. Um, obviously, we are too. A lot of our teams already have, you know five six seven players um not saying you know we're not going to draft people but oh yeah um th- there are there are things that teams are looking for um and even if you don't get drafted it doesn't mean you know we didn't think you were good or we weren't interested and we don't want you to come back um uh, because we do it just it's all about you know the timing and, and how it all kind of plays out but you, you still have plenty of time to register and on february 10th we are going to have like a tryout slash like workout. Um, we did it last year. It's in the champions village in Fenton. Um, Rory, were you there last year?
1: No, I, uh, I wasn't, uh, I was not there. No,
0: I couldn't remember. Um, nope. it, we have a big open indoor facility that uh, we are able to have a couple of bullpens set up. Yeah, and also a big open hitting area where uh, we'll do some soft toss and guys can get swings in so we can check out your swings. Uh, a lot of, cause a lot of, and a lot of people have asked me, you know, what, what's, what are we going to be doing at this right. uh, tryout? You know, I've got a couple of texts from some of the guys that have registered. Um, yeah. We're going to have a designated spot where you can get your swings in Uh very similar, like what we did with you when we were in the, we were in the yeah. uh, school gym yeah, uh, this is a big upgrade from that. Okay. Uh, you're not good. gonna be sliding around all over the gym floor. Uh, <clears throat> right. We're we're on a turf baseball facility. Uh, perfect. So yeah, really you can get your swings in, we can see what your swing looks like, you know, the ball jumping off your bat. Uh, and then we're gonna have a couple of bullpen areas as well. So guys can um throw. If they want, if they don't want to, they don't have to. If they just want to throw and not hit, that's on them. Uh, right. you can do whatever you're comfortable with. Um, you know like it, it, for me in particular, uh, I don't want somebody to go out there and throw a, a, a hundred pitches. Uh, right. I don't need I don't need to see a hundred pitches um, in early February in a tryout. Uh, right, I just, right. I, I, am looking, and this is just me in particular. Some guys like to see more, but you know, me in particular, I want to see, you know, what your mechanics look like. If you kind of know what you're doing, if you, if you can learn, cause we'll, we'll be there, we'll help you. We're going to watch and, 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 you know, we're, we're willing, we want to help everybody. Uh, that's sure. there. Uh, we'll show you a few things and, and help you and give you, um uh, you know, a couple balls that if you want to use ours, or if you have your own, bring your own, if you have your own bat, bring your, bring your bat. Bring I'll have uh you know some that we use in our league that you're more than welcome to use if you don't have one. Um uh, but you know the bullpen's you know we 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 have the radar gun and we we can see but we're not really worried about speed either. You know, it's all about just right getting a feel of uh, of of your talent and what you can kind of bring to the table. And and also it just it's a good um indicator for us, you know, we get to meet you and and right. really and we get face to face with these guys, and that that goes a long way. And you know, if you're not at this uh, tryout, it doesn't mean you're not going to get drafted. Um, Correct. But if we don't know anything about you and we've never met you, it's going to be tough. And uh, this is, you know, if, if if you can't make it and you have video of yourself, whether you play in another league or you've played in tournaments or you throw in your backyard or your front yard or your side yard, send that in. Uh, I'll right. show that to everybody and, um, uh, you know, that could be your, your workout or whatever. Uh, I know I have a guy that has done that already and, um, it's just, I'm just excited to, to meet all these new rookies. Uh, oh yeah, I know you, you potentially might not be there. Um, but what do you kind of expect from, from our tryout and what are you kind of looking for as a, as a captain and manager? I know Jordan will kind of be watching you as your eyes and ears out there. <clears throat>
1: Yeah, you know, it, it, if I'm able to be there, I, I'm looking for, you know, who who has command on the mound. You know, that's number one. You know, obviously, whiffle ball is a pitcher's game. So, if you have any sort of ability on the mound, I'll be able to spot that pretty quick. And then hitting, you know, I'm, I'm not sure uh, hitting-wise what we're looking for because anybody can usually hit a slow whiffle ball. And if you're not facing a guy throwing 94 like Caleb can, uh, it, you know, you're not going to be able to tell a whole lot. However, mechanics, like you said – Um, I know some guys came out last year to the tryout and really surprised people with their mechanics. I think Tommy Dwyer was actually one of them. People saw how well he swings the bat and it's like, okay, it's only a matter of time before he catches up with one.
0: Sometimes you can tell the difference in the sound. Like that's, I think that was a big thing. Tony Cochran, you guys were there. Oh yeah. You saw him in the gym. You just, you heard it and you were like, oh, yes, okay. I know I can do something with that. He can
1: hit. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. it's,
0: It's possible that, you know, if we, you know, if we have some time and, uh, and guys want to you know take some live at-bats, we might be able to, yeah, to work some of that in. It, uh, sure. it just depends on how many guys are there and how much time we have. I'm not sure right now the time that we – like the uh, a lot of time we have, but yeah.
1: um, hopefully we can do that and we can get some live at-bats. I think that would be pretty cool. Um, but, you know, one thing, one thing to add is uh, I think when me and Tony J. Rich showed up to that draft – or to the rookie tryout that year, um, I don't think you guys had exactly decided on – what this league was going to have. And then, I mean, I I'm, I'm pretty confident saying this now we kind of changed everybody's perspective on all, yeah. what Absolutely. what's out there. And yeah. if you're that guy come out because oh, yeah. we're looking Absolutely. for that guy. I mean, especially if you live in St. Louis and you can be there, uh, you know, you may vault yourself into the number one overall pick, kind of like what Caleb and Colin both did last year.
0: Yeah. Caleb and Colin yeah. prime examples. They were, uh, never played wiffle ball before. They played in our tournament. They um came out to the tryout, learned a few things, and obviously like they had that raw talent there, which was yes. awesome to see. But I'll tell you another guy where that was um uh, at this tryout last year, um uh, James Dutton. Yeah. He was he never played Wiffleball before. Um you know, we had no idea going in uh what he was gonna be. And sure. he showed up and on you know on the registration form he said oh, I built the strike zone in my Love backyard it. and I'd been I've been throwing. And Love you know, it. you can see that and like people uh, do that and say that and like you you, you really don't know. Uh they right. could be good, they could not be good. You you, right. you have no idea. He gets out there and opens my eyes like effortlessly throwing a little bit hard, throwing strike. He was throwing a lot of strikes yes. and oh. cold jumped on it took him early in the draft and look and look what he did he hit an all-star pick and now he has an ace pitcher that he's locked up yep. for two years yep based on this tryout when he had no idea who he was before and he had never played before so a, a great opportunity here to come out to show us what you got and and hopefully you know we can get you in and and, and i i i do hate that we can't take everyone. <laughs> Obviously, right? Like, right. I know. Uh, the biggest question I get is, well, can not you add another team? You know, because we have so many guys, but yeah. it's logistically impossible with, you know, what we what we have, and uh, you know, maybe in the future, but um, still, you know, if you're good enough, or you know, you you bond, or you know, whatever, whatever yeah. it may be, You never know, uh, right? You know. And being there in person is going to help a lot. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, you know, you know, we, we just love to have, you know, new guys in the league, especially because not everybody comes back everybody every year. And some guys just want to add other players and new players and better players or what, what have you. So. Yep. Uh, you're going to be interesting. I'm, I'm very excited to see. You. I'm very excited to meet everybody and, and put a couple, uh, uh faces to names because sure. all I see is your names in my phone right now. Uh but I'm very excited. I I cannot wait for February 10th. It's only a couple weeks away. Um uh, but that just means like Wolfball season is right around the corner. And that right there, that man. excites me even more. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're close. It's getting it's getting close.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um uh, <laughs> so yeah if you haven't you know uh e- e- you know even if you don't want to register right away and you want to come check out to try out first, yeah. and y- yeah. you can do that. You know, I'm not. Uh, we're not going to turn anybody away from that. We want to see what you got and see you play, and then you know, and then we can talk and we can decide on on, on the future. So, and then yeah. Uh, a big thing that I want to get into, um, that I think is going to be really exciting, is our draft. Um, February 25th. It is on a Sunday. Um, everyone's going to be invited this year. Um, talked to a couple guys throughout throughout the idea and I think we love the idea of um getting everyone together before the season starts. Um when you guys joined the league, uh we did that whole redraft and had a big event. And yeah, we loved it. It, it was, it was great. a huge hit. Uh last year's draft was very small and, you know, we just did, you know, we got together as captains and did a video for it. And, you know, there wasn't much to it this year changing back to what we did in in year two and want to get everybody together. Obviously it's going to be a smaller draft. We don't know how many guys are going to get selected. It could be two. It could be five. It could be 10. It could be 15. Who knows? Uh, We won't know until the day of how many guys are going to get drafted. Um, But uh, not only um, are we going to invite the the rookies to be drafted. Uh obviously knowing the fact that they may not get drafted, which we contemplated, do we want to do that and put put that at risk? But I mean, obviously like um right. you know, I just feel like it, it is kind of the better thing and you can have a sense, you know, what you're kind of feeling after that tryout or whatnot. Or maybe we you know you can talk to some of the captains there or whatever and, and get an idea if you want to show up or not and or just support hang out with the group. And it also that's a good way to to build relationships to get in even next year. Obviously like it took me a couple of years to get into the Skibby Woofball League. Like it's it's great. Going to start being the same thing here. It's going to be harder to get into whether you're a good player or not because we already have the bonds and the relationships built over the past <clears> couple <throat> of years.
1: So Yep. Uh, That's exactly but, inevitably how it goes. Yeah.
0: But also, you know, with that we're going to um invite all of our player base so all of our players currently in the league are going to be invited Uh, and before the draft we are going to have a winter meeting which we have never done before um i think it's going to be a good um a, a good idea to get everyone together and to go over everything that we have discussed over the pa- over the off season so all the changes going right. into next year instead of yep. just putting out a podcast or which we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about those changes we'll in a podcast yeah. uh but this just gives you know face to face we get to go have a good time have a couple beers get everyone together before the season um and but yeah we'll just we'll go over everything uh, i've already got a whole list of stuff typed up um and i keep adding to it you know every couple of days um, but I, th- I think it's just going to be a fun event and like, that's, you know, we're all kind of a, a group and like a family and anytime we can all get together on one night, cause we're not all at the field every single week. So, and when we are, we're playing, it, it, we don't get that bonding time to like hang out and, and do kind of other things. So I think this would be a fun, a fun thing to do for everybody. You know, what do you think about right. it?
1: Yeah. I mean, I agree. Um, that that draft uh in in 22 for me man was uh like <laughs> it brought me back like i i loved it it brought me back to being a kid made me feel like i was 18 again just like yeah. doing the coolest things man because you know as you get older life happens and stuff like that but that was a good time it was fun it was well done and uh i think if we get back to that it would be the league would benefit from it greatly so
0: yeah i'm very very excited for it i uh, yeah. got a couple of things planned for it already um Good. Yeah, it's 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 going to be a good time. I'm um, still looking and planning um for a venue. Don't have that nailed down yet. Um I got a couple ideas in mind that I need to reach out and talk to a couple guys and see what we can do, but um I don't see us having an issue finding a venue uh, that will host us. And uh once that comes out, I mean, everyone will know. I'm going to send out a uh, an invite form And if you're going to go, you can let me know. And, uh, but I took that poll on our group, on our group me and overwhelmingly seemed like everyone was on board. So, uh, definitely going to be a hit, I think. So very, very much looking forward to it.
1: Me too, man. It's going to be a good time. All right. 2024
0: fastly approaching. We're, um, we're not going to do this every week, obviously. Um, maybe once or twice a month leading up to the season, we'll get on here um i do want to get on here early february for you guys Uh, at the end of uh january our top 15 player ranking will finish up if you haven't been following along um but our next episode we're gonna break it all down one through 15 who missed who just missed out on the top 15 uh who do we think got uh, misplaced or left off, or you know whatever.
1: Uh, we're gonna break it all down. I think it'll be fun. What do you think, Rory? Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I know there's been a lot of discussion, <laughs> a lot of people disgruntled, uh, too high, too low. I don't think anybody thought they were ranked too high, but uh, maybe too low. Yeah. Um. But yeah, definitely, man. And you know, and those things, man, that makes the league fun. It gives you something to talk about. And you know what? I don't plan on, I don't even remember I was ranked 13, I think. I was ranked too low for my own opinion. Again, one of yeah, the guys remember. complaining.
0: I'm gonna be <laughs> ranked higher.
1: That's the goal, man. Yeah, Get better. Absolutely. Get, you know, I want to prove everybody that put me there wrong. And yeah. uh everybody should have that same mindset, I believe. Let's come out and uh prove the naysayers. Yeah, yeah, just let just a naysayer a, know.
0: A little <laughs> I love it. Uh little Alabama hint there. Uh <laughs> No, I, I love a little fun off season content that I thought would be cool going into the season. So,
1: uh, yeah, Sam definitely. does it with I his league, it. and I was yep. like,
0: yeah, I want to get on board with that.
1: So, love it. Yep,
0: yep. We'll uh, we'll be on here in a couple of weeks talking about that. Can't wait. I I love talking about all of our players oh, and, yeah. and and everything. So, um, yes. but yeah, I, I want to thank you guys for tuning in and uh, yeah. glad to be back talking about wiffle ball. It means the season's coming up quick. So, um. Yeah. Keep on, uh, following on following along with our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Tom's doing a great job with our TikTok. Um, yeah. I, don't, and I guess it's not Twitter anymore. It's X, whatever. Anything, it's- any social media I, I that I can think of, we're probably on it. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm posting like daily right now. So uh, putting in a lot of work. So please check us out. Follow us. Like all of our stuff. Please like all of our stuff, especially guys yes. in our league. Please. We get like we could get so many more just it's a like yeah like i do that's it just, if you Have see it second. hey i like that i we, like We should it. be getting I, i'm a little disappointed i feel like a lot of yeah. you guys see our stuff and and i gotta do two seconds just tap the button please for us uh, throw the like yep absolutely so uh thanks for following along here uh appreciate you guys listening like i said i'm cam smith that's rory rank and we're out <laughs>